Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we throw religion out the window and we finish up toxic positivity. Hey, Marky. Yeah, Jess? So I remember you told me a story about Catherine and a song. Catherine and a song. Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Okay. So guys, we were driving somewhere one day and we like to sing with the radio and this song by Mercy Me came on. Okay. Um, and it's called Best News Ever. Okay. All right. So I got to read you some of the lyrics. Okay. okay. Some of the lyrics say, some say, don't give up and hope that your good is good enough. Head down, keep on working. If you can earn it, you deserve it. Some say, push on through. After all, it's the least that you can do. Some say, don't ask for help. God <laughs> helps the ones who help themselves. Press on, get it right. Otherwise, get left behind. Some say, he's keeping score. So try hard, then try a little more. <laughs> and so here's the thing, guys. She stopped the whole thing and she said, Mom. And I said, what? And she said, those aren't right. <laughs> How is this a Christian song? <laughs> How old? She was probably, I want to say she was six or seven. Oh my goodness. I want to say she was six or seven. She was smart as a whip. Yeah, she was. And so she said these things, but here's, she didn't wait for the rest of the song. And so this song is intentionally saying, this is what people say. Yeah. But it's, it's not right. Right. Because if all of these things were true then what is the cross for? Why did Jesus die? Yeah. If we have to work for it, then 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 why did God What's send Jesus? Point? What was the point, right? Yeah. Um, it says, so the rest of the song says, hold up, if this were true, explain to me what the cross is for. Hmm. This is a little bit, these phrases that people say, yeah. you know, they say, push on through. Yeah. They say, don't give up. <laughs> Head down, keep on working. Don't focus on the pain, <laughs> right? Oh, Shane has that that shirt that says "Pain is weakness leaving the body." Yeah, because he's a marine. Yeah, I, I listen. I know, but it's yeah. it's it's wrong, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's wrong. Okay. Um, some say he's keeping score, so try hard, right? People tell us to try hard. It's okay. Oh, this Keep one. Trying. This one is my favorite. Okay. God helps the ones who help themselves. I'm rolling my eyes. Y'all cannot see me. <laughs> That is not That's like my... our way of saying, hey, by the way, give give me some tunnel vision so I don't have to go help my, so I don't have to love my friend next my to My neighbor. Me. Yeah. yeah. I right. thought we were commanded to do that. It's okay. What? So weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Like the greatest commandment, right? Yeah. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your, all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. weird. I'm confused. Yeah. So anyway, these phrases that people say mm -hmm. are examples of toxic positivity, aren't they? A hundred percent. All right. So here's another problem with toxic positivity that I'm going to drop on you right now. Okay. Um, if we can fake it until we make it, right? If we can do that, will we need to lean on Jesus? We won't need him at all. I was just about to say we won't need Jesus. Right. If you if you can fake it until you make it, if you can even try, there, there's no need for a savior. So not only is toxic positivity toxic, 
and uh, <laughs> unhelpful. Yeah. But it completely takes us away from feeling the pain and growing. Yeah. But also what I'm saying right now is it's taking us away from feeling the pain and leaning on Jesus. And needing him. Right. Yeah. You and get deciding yourself, we need him. Yeah. You get yourself in a place where you think you can do it. Right. When that's not the case at all. Wait, wait, wait. So that means toxic positivity is an idol? <laughs> that's so good. Yes. <laughs> all right. So yes, we just totally. So part of the song pulls a verse right out of the Bible and it yeah. says, Come all you weary and you burdened, mm. you heavy laden and you hurting for all of you with nothing left. Mm. Come and find rest. Man, I feel it like in my bones. Right? Yeah. Like I got chills. Yeah, I'm same. So here's the deal. Do we really want to put our heads down and keep on working without feeling? Or do we want to have rest? Yeah. I need rest. Which one do you want? I want rest. Me too. <laughs> I want rest. So toxic positivity, not the answer. Not the answer. All right. Let's review last week a little bit. Okay. Would you like to read the um, definition of toxic positivity? I would, except you probably need to. <laughs> right there. Okay. What does that say? That group? <laughs> the psychology group. The psychology group. Mm -hmm, I can read, guys. I had to take my glasses off. This is the age of it. <laughs> Anyways, the, the psychology group defines toxic positivity as dismissing negative emotion and responding to distress with false reassurances rather than empathy. Ooh. All right. And I'm going to read you guys a few verses that we read last week from Solomon's words of wisdom um, in Ecclesiastes 3. Uh, we're only going to read verse three and four, though, unless you want to read those too. You read those too. I'll take my glasses back off. Okay, <laughs> there is a right time for everything, and everything on earth will happen at the right time. There is a time to cry, a time to laugh. There's a time to be sad, and a time to dance with joy. So you said last week, and this is this. I love the way you said it. It's about making space, right? Yeah. The Bible says that there is a time for this, and so if there is a time for this, mm -hmm. then we are allowed to be there. Yeah. I'm allowed to be sad. Yes. You're allowed to be sad. And there's not a time limit. And there's not a time limit. Yeah. That's all about discernment, right? Yeah. Conversations with God and saying, hey, God, have I been stuck here yeah. too long? And discernment is, is it can be a Christian word. So I just want to kind of touch on yeah, it. Yeah, go for that. It's relationship with God. And when you have a relationship with someone, you, you learn their voice. And so when we're saying discern, you're able to hear and know that that's the voice of God. And I'm even going to take that one step further yes. and just say that it's not an audible voice. No, no. It's it's God's spirit talking to us. Yeah. I always say, like <laughs> when I talk to teenagers, you know, in your knower, um, you know, in your knower, you know, I in like your that. knower, because you, everybody's created with a knower. And I know that sound, it may sound weird, but think about it. You, have you ever just known something? Like you just know that you're supposed to talk to someone or, you know, you're supposed to, um, your next step, your next season, you know, you know, that, you know, that, you know, what you're supposed to step in or out of. Right. And, and that, and that to me is your knower and that's the Holy spirit and that's God. Right. And that's that God sized hole that we all have that he fills. And then we're able to know in that knower because we have the relationship with God. Absolutely. Yeah. On a continual daily basis. Sorry. I no, you're fine. Trail, but I think you're, it's you're important. Good. Absolutely. Words. Yeah, absolutely. So saying that I have to share, um, that at the very beginning of this tragedy, um, 
my counselor said to me, he said, I think it's okay for you to stay there for a while. Yeah. Because I am that person that I'm like, I don't want to be sad. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to do what comes next. And he actually encouraged me to stay there. To sit in it. To sit in it. Yeah. And that's important because I am like a, and you guys will totally learn this, but I am like a show me the path. Let's get going. I want to do this grief thing. She doesn't sit down guys. Like she does not <laughs> sit now. And, and that's literally or metaphorically. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, my point is, is I have become much more aware yeah. of the time of the time in my season. I know when I need to spend a minute and grief. Well, and I've seen you do it. I've seen you walk that out where you take the time to go, okay, I'm feeling this way, whatever way it is, and why. Like Mm -hmm. searching out to find out why you feel that way so that you can get to the root of it and heal. Yeah. From whatever that is that you're supposed to heal from. And it may take a day. It may take an hour. It may take seven days. Right. Until you know, until you see your counselor next or whatever it is. I've watched you do this. And, and but you don't put a time limit on it either. It may frustrate you. <laughs> I've, seen it, I've seen it frustrate you. We're like, I just don't want to figure out what it is so I can get past it. And and God's going, hey, sit there for a second. Like your yeah. counselor said, like, hey, give it a minute and just be there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now we both rabbit trail. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we also said last week, struggle is healthy. And we talked about the little chick and right. he needs to struggle out of his eggshell. And we talked yeah. about the, the butterfly, well, the caterpillar who becomes a butterfly getting out of its cocoon. And if we help them, it's actually detrimental. Yeah. It's actually not a good thing. Um, so we said struggle is help. Struggle is healthy. So help the people that you love to feel. Yeah. Because feeling those emotions is an internal struggle. Feel them. Make room. Yeah. Yeah. Make room to That's feel where them. I said make room and make room for your friends to be where they are. Yes. Like make room for your people in your life, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle. Make room for them yes. to be where they are. Yes. Because as soon as you stop allowing that room for them to be where they are, yeah. then you are gonna stunt their growth. Yeah. You're pacing on a positive face and then you're telling them to do the same thing. And really the only thing that's gonna happen is you're gonna shake up that soda can and yep. it's gonna explode everywhere. Yeah, because there wasn't room. Because there wasn't room. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we already kind of touched on this. We said, um, actually, we kind of did this. Discernment. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's we totally did. okay. Um, but I want to reassure you guys that it is possible to dwell in negativity. So what we are not saying today is we are not saying, hey, you feel sad? Stay sad forever. Ready, set, go. No. <laughs> um, yeah. We're not. No, not at all. It, you're not... Like I said on the on the last podcast, you don't stay. Um, I'm not gonna let my friends stay in a pit. I'm not gonna let myself stay in a pit. Yeah. Um, but like your counselor told you, sometimes you have to sit in it, right? And realize what you're sitting in and why you're sitting there and process and heal that root. Yeah. And so how we know then is by staying in constant communication with with Jesus. Yeah. We stay in constant constant communication with Him. Yeah. We we look at him and we go to that part where it says, "Come all you weary and you burdened." Yeah, and it and when you when we say communication, we mean pray. We mean talk to Jesus. Yeah. And there's not a ABC prayer. It, no. it is literally just a conversation with God. Yeah. And, and open your Word, open the Bible. Yes. Um, and read the Bible. Don't just lean on your understanding of what the situation is. Lean Absolutely. on His. 
and we have that we're you know he is made flesh through the bible absolutely and so that's important as well yeah so i have heard from god while i'm running at jacobsburg yeah i have heard from god when i'm reading my bible just this morning i connected to king david on another level um i've been i've been really connected to him lately it's okay we'll talk about that some other time um so but journaling yeah has brought it conversations with friends has brought it and so guys i think it's important that we know that it is okay to not stay in a mold as well even with that stuff yeah like even like our root it doesn't have to be even our routine no we need to be open to change and growing in different ways yeah and once you have that relationship it's it's kind of like if i was at a store i um know you love pink it's your favorite color guys i'm thinking <coughs> she does not love pink she is um. no longer my friend <laughs> Because she put a whole bunch of pink balloons in my van. I did. Because I wanted to make her smile. Um, <laughs> and it did. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big sister. Um, but if I'm at a store and I see something that I know Marky would love, I, I know her heart. I know who she is. I know her colors. I know what she likes and what she doesn't like. I'm, I'm going to be able to get her a new coffee mug that she will love. It's kind of like Guys, that. I expect a new coffee mug next <laughs> podcast. Go ahead. It's kind of like that, though, because I know who you are. So mm -hmm. anyway where I go with God, I can be at work and I cannot be thinking about Jesus, right? I mean, obviously I have the relationship with him. I'm not thinking about him and he can drop something or someone in my heart and my mind. And I immediately know that I'm what I'm supposed to do. So it's because of the relationship um, that you know how to respond to yeah. his leading. Yeah. That I know his voice. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what we are going to be doing next is we're going to talk about how to decipher the difference um, between, you know, what might be toxic positivity and what is just, you know, I don't, normal everyday positive things, right? Because okay. we do have both. We do. And it's a little confusing. It, it can be. It can be. Yeah. I think the bottom line is that you'll notice patterns. And so we're going to talk about those patterns. I love that we're going to talk about it. Okay. All right. So here are some clues that you may be dealing with a toxically positive uh, person or yourself. Situation. You could be, you could be being toxically positive. What? Yeah. <laughs> we all do it sometimes. I, I did, think we I did all, say that last episode. I think we all fall into it. We do. Yeah. Okay. So are we consistently masking our true feelings? Hmm. Is that like happening all the time? Consistently, that's a key word. Okay. You guys remember last week on the really segment, Carlos brought up that song Truth Be Told by Matthew West. Yeah. It says, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine. But I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So over and over and over again. And the point of that song, guys, go look it up. But the point of that song is that in the Christian world, we feel like we need to put on that facade that mm -hmm. I am fine. Yeah. I, but we're not. But we're not. <laughs> I do that at work with, I have one other female I work with and we'll, we'll joke and we'll talk about something that's going on in the office and then I'll go, I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> you know, but we know we're, we're, we're joking, but that you feel like sometimes you have to do that and suck it up. And, um, I totally just had a flashback. Can I what? share it with you real quick? Yeah. When I was in sixth grade, my English teacher had the word fine, and there were some other words too, but it was written on a gravestone and like crossed off, okay? Because it is not 
a good adjective at all. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's your not English a good teacher. Ad- That's right? good. That was so weird. <laughs> Sixth grade. That right. totally just came back to me now. But anyway, I feel like I like that picture. Fine yeah. is an awful word. If yeah. you say somebody, if you say to somebody, how are you? And they say fine. They're, they're lying. They're lying. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're lying. lying. Okay. So anyway, are we consistently masking our true feelings? That is a yeah. sign that it's a toxic positivity situation. Yeah. Um, do we get on with life by shoving our feelings in a box and never going back to it. So here's the deal with that. If I'm out somewhere and there's a trigger and I need to process an emotion, I may, if I can, potentially, depending on what's going on, I may put it to the back of my mind and that's okay. Yeah. But I have to come back to it. It's a situational thing, but you have to know, I've been, I've done that a situational where I'm at work and I'm like, okay, you can't sit here and cry in your office. <laughs> you know, and you, because, and you can, to be clear. And to be clear, I have. Right. Um, but <laughs> but there have been times where I'm, you know, I'm going to a meeting or something yes. that, that I'm about yep. to lead. And I'm like, nope, Jess, you have to take a second. Yes. Put that put that there. You can come back and do that later. But but if we don't come back and do it, we're back yeah. to that soda can. We're just shoving. Thing. Yeah, we're shoving We're shoving it down. We're shoving it down. And it's just going to explode at some point. Yeah. Okay. So, um shoving is not okay. If we're consistently shoving, that's another example, or that's another way that we know we could be being toxically positive. Um, who, this one's good. Do we feel guilty for feeling our emotions? Hmm. Guys, if you are grieving or you are feeling something and you're crying and your response to somebody who sees you crying is, I'm sorry, that's not okay. No, that is not okay. That means you are ashamed of your tears. Or Or that means you want to hide your tears. Or you don't think that they're valid. Or you don't think that they're valid. Does that make, like, I saw some of that. I saw some of that after the tragedy. Yeah, like, people would be like, I don't know why I'm crying. You're the one that lost everything. Like, people would say that to me. Yeah, I remember that. Guys, I'm like, guys. You lost them too. Yeah. I realized they weren't your children. No. But you all love them too. Yeah. Like people consistently, if they cried or they made me cry, made me cry. No, I understand what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) If they made me cry or they cried, they'd say, sorry, I didn't mean to bring you down. Guys, it's okay. Yeah. The minute you cry, that means I know that you love my children too. And that makes me feel good. It's not bad. Yeah. That's the whole joy while crying thing. Yeah. And guys, you can't see Jess right now, but she's tearing up. Yeah, I totally am because I can, I remember the moments of, I remember one person specifically at the memorial service just crying and saying, I'm sorry, I'm so upset. And I said, no, you no, you don't say those words. Sorry. You don't get to say those words because you get to feel this, this hurt and the loss. Because like we said, I, yes, you lost your children, but I lost my niece and my nephews. I lost my kids that called me aunt Jess and and your mom, who was my kids, Pennsylvania grandma, like, and your dad, we haven't even talked about him, but months before we lost him as well. And so it's just, it's okay. I think we're saying all this to tell you guys to stop saying you're sorry to feel your emotion and and let it. No guilt for feeling emotions. No, We said it last week. All emotions are valid. Yeah. That doesn't mean we get to react to them. Yeah. That means we need to take a seat and we'll talk about that when we talk about emotions and figure out what's going on, but they're valid. Yeah. 
there's no reason to feel guilty. And if you feel guilty, that means that it could be you're being a little bit toxically positive. Well, you're not processing it correctly. Yeah. 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 But that means you're trying to paste a face on, which yeah. means it's toxically <laughs> positive. What was it? The screw the oh, smile. Oh, yeah. Screw. I got to unscrew my smile. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, this one's good. You ready? Okay. Do we minimize others' feelings with something like this? Smilers wear a crown. Losers wear a frown. Oh my gosh. That was, I know that was so like fourth grade. Yeah. Um, but maybe we say things like push on through <sighs> or you'll be fine. It'll all be fine. It'll be okay. <sighs> or, okay. So this is, this is even worse for me. Cause those are just like random phrases. Yeah. Then people try to give you a better perspective <sighs> by saying things ready for my absolute, the one I hate the absolute most. Everything happens for a reason. No, it's not okay. That phrase is awful. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> now, the Bible clearly says that good comes out of everything, right? Yes. It says he That's works all things. <laughs> he works all things for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. That's what it says. He works them for his good. Yeah. It doesn't mean <laughs> it's good right now. And it doesn't mean... <laughs> He made it happen. He made this awful thing happen for a reason. It does not mean that. No. God doesn't do that. No. Right? Okay. No. Sorry. I hate that phrase. No, it's Off okay. the soapbox. No sorries, remember? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, another perspective shift that people say, yeah. it could be worse. Oh, listen. Like, I want to punch somebody right now. I went from, like, <laughs> and tears. And nothing's even happening. <laughs> I know. I went from <laughs> tears in my eyes to, like, I'm about to punch somebody. Okay. So that was all stuff that uh, we're minimizing others' feelings, right? Yeah. Next thing, we're correcting others for showing emotion other than happiness or positivity. It's not okay. You ever hear that song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? My yeah. dad used to sing that song all the time. <laughs> um, I think it was more of a way to get us to stop fighting as kids. Yeah. It wasn't really about emotions, um, but yeah, still true. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we did say may, like, so all of those things, yeah. right? If those things are happening, that might mean you're dealing with a toxically positive situation, okay? Um, because sometimes people just are kind of ignorant of what to say. Yeah, true. You know? Like, who has ever met a person who lost their whole family in the past year? Not me. Everybody who knows me. <laughs> I mean, I know you. <laughs> I'm like, before February. <laughs> so people don't know what to say to me. So sometimes no. they mess up and say the wrong thing. And yeah. that is Okay. Yeah. All right. So sometimes those other phrases happen because they don't know. Yeah. And but, they're not being toxic. They're not. Right. That's not their goal. And their goal isn't to hurt you. Right. And their goal isn't words yep. suck. Um, but yep. that's not their goal. And yes. it's about the heart. Yep. Yeah. So um, in my opinion, I'm going to summarize this. This is, this is kind of how I came to this conclusion by myself. Um, it's really all about whether a person's feelings are being validated or not. That's, that's the difference between toxic positivity, in my opinion. Are your feelings really being validated? Would you agree? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking up and thinking, yeah, I really, I really agree. Okay. So um, I was thinking about people in the Bible who God did not, you know, force to be toxically positive. Think about Moses. Moses ran away from Pharaoh because he killed a man and he felt awful. Yeah. And God didn't like drag him back. Right? Yeah. Right? Um, it took him 40 years to bring him back. Yeah. It took him 40 years. Um, 
David consistently told God when he was sad or he was mad. It's all throughout the Psalms, guys. I was going to say, have you read Psalms? Like <laughs> it's a, Psalm. Yeah, it's like some <laughs> of it's whining and some of it's like, oh, God, you're so good. And then some of it's complaining and whining. And so you just kind of go back and forth. But yeah. The point of this is there are no toxically positive heroes of faith. No. All right. So this is where our scripture is going to come in today. Paul wrote this. Paul wrote this in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 7 says, but I must not be too proud of the wonderful things that were shown to me. So a painful problem was given to me, an angel from Satan sent to make me suffer so that I would not think that I am better than anyone else. I begged the Lord three times to take this problem away from me. But the Lord said, this is my favorite favorite part of this, this segment. And one of our friends is going to be really excited that we're reading this. Ready? My grace is all you need. Or you've also heard my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. Right? That's all. That's all you need. Just grace. Yeah. And we don't have to earn that grace. You can't. It's not possible. Exactly. So only when you are weak can everything be done completely by my power. So that means you have to sit. That means we have to be weak. Yeah. Because if we're not weak, he can't fill in those spots and be strong through us. Yeah. So I will gladly boast about my weaknesses, then Christ's power can stay in me. It says gladly boast. Yeah. So that means he talks about it. That means not only does he talk about it, but he says, by the way, I'm a mess. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm far from perfect. Yeah. And he boasts about these things. Yeah. I I love that it says gladly boast. Absolutely. Okay. So Yes, I am glad to have weaknesses if they are for Christ. I am glad to be insulted and have hard times. I am glad when I am persecuted and have problems because it is when I am weak that I am really strong. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, here's what it is. Did we stop to try to see a person's heart as Jesus would have? That's what it means. Are we validating the feelings? Did we stop to try to see a person's heart? Do we stop and listen? Did we stop and listen to their heart? Do we, so many times we listen to respond instead mm-hmm. of listen. Ooh, that's big. Yeah. Say so it again. So many, so times, many we... times we listen to respond. So I'm listening to what you say so that I can have a comeback to try to heal you or to try to give you words that will fix your situation yeah. instead of really just letting you be where you are. And, and that doesn't mean you don't talk in those moments, guys. I'll be sitting in moments with Marky who is sitting in front of me. And sometimes I say something, sometimes I don't. And I try to listen to the Holy Spirit. Wait, does that go back to... There's a time for there's a time for yeah. speaking and yeah. there's a time to be silent. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. And you try to <laughs> do I get it right every time? Absolutely not. But do you try to listen to the Holy Spirit in that moment and so we make are room. listening to a person yeah. to be empathetic. We are not listening to a person to respond. Yeah. Or to pull them out of anything or. And if a response comes from that empathy, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, So if we're not doing that, did we puke positivity on them? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to play a game. I've done that. We got a few. Oh, so we all have. (laughs) (laughs) So we're, oh, we're talking about puke last week with the Uh, really segment. (laughs) uh, Okay. They'll have a field day with that. Yes, they will. Okay. So we're going to play a game real quick. Okay. Toxic or validating. We're going to figure out if these phrases are toxic or validating and they're in no apparent order. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Don't worry. Be happy. Toxic. Absolutely. Fail. 
Oh, you're going to read it? Yeah. Failure is not an option. Toxic. Your turn. Oh, failing hurts. I'm sorry for your pain. I can't wait to see how you'll grow from oh, it. Oh, validating. Absolutely. Positive vibes only. Oh, that's definitely validating. I mean, toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the silver lining. Toxic? Yeah. I mean, you didn't stop to see the emotion. You just said, this is what you need to do differently, right? Yeah. I, I've said that. I know. We all have. Yeah, that's why I hesitated. I was like, uh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying it. It's just, how are we saying it? I and know. Are, we, are we validating the emotion first? That's good. Are you validating the emotion first? Mm -hmm. That's really good. And then even giving it some space and time. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, not anyway. I think that's good. I think we have to, I need to write that down. I'll have to listen back. Um, I see you. I'm here for you. Oh, that's definitely validating. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Toxic. <laughs> I don't have to like. Yeah, right? Yeah. Can I sit with you? That's validating. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's validating. I'm so sorry. Validating. It could be worse. Toxic. Can I give you a hug? <laughs> yes. And validating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How can I support you during this hard time? Validating. Yeah, you're not alone. Validating. I love you. Validating. Describe what you're feeling. How do you feel about that? Validating. Yeah. Is Have there... you ever asked your friends that question? Like, describe what you're feeling. How do you feel about that? Listen, that's a counselor thing, but it's absolutely necessary in our friendships too. I think so too. Um, so anyway, guys, good vibes only demands that everyone around you be positively <laughs> fake. She was supposed to say that. I was. It sorry. doesn't make us holy, guys. It yeah. doesn't even really make us happy. Yeah. And it's completely inauthentic. Yep. Instead, we can validate our feelings and include, including when we mess up, right? Yeah, 100%. All right, guys, let's kick it over to the guys. Hello, people, and welcome to the really section of the show. I'm Shane, and Carlos is here with me today once again, yes. back to talk about toxic positivity along with the ladies. We just listened to it. They did a great job. And uh, yeah, let's let's talk, man. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll kick it off. Uh, so one of the things that, that Marky said right, uh, early on in the conversation was um, she was talking about things that people say that are toxic based. Right. Um, and, and one of the things she mentioned was God helps those who help themselves. And I'm and t I immediately made note of that because that's one of the things that you hear a lot spoken culturally, even within the church. And they think it comes from the Bible, but it actually does not. It's not God's word. It's not even hinted at in God's word. It's not demonstrated in God's word. The fact of the matter, it actually is opposed to God's word. See, when you say God helps those who help themselves, you imply that you're actually able to help yourself. Yes. But the Bible clearly states that we could not help ourselves, which is why we needed a savior. That's why we needed Jesus to come and redeem us because we didn't have the power to help ourselves. So by sta by saying that, we imply that, that we have that power uh, rather than we're submitting to his power and his authority. And that's what it should be. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if you were looking for a rebuttal, but you're not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's good enough for yeah. me, I guess. <laughs> well, 
man, I, I, I loved when, uh, when they were talking about the, when they first started talking about the review and they went to read the definition and Jessica's like, um, and there was that really long pause. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit awkward there. Dude, Jessica's blind. Is she? Her glasses. <laughs> it, it's like she, I know she took them off because like, and she's like, hunting the glasses there was like a really long like four second pause or something like that you notice the hesitation nothing, with nothing and i'm like she's like scrounging to yeah. find her glasses and and actually read the text it was really funny um but but it made me think about something that is really cool okay. um one of the things that it reminded me of is is we don't see clearly without context hmm, that's really good we don't see clearly without see she didn't have the proper context or glasses to be able to frame what she was reading what she to understand and we don't see clearly without context so a lot of times when we read scripture or we look at um like even looking at toxic positivity without the context of the situation sometimes we can be positive we could have that toxic positivity because we don't understand how to respond appropriately through the lens of the situation right uh so anyway i thought that was really cool yeah something, that was pretty cool something to point out uh and then of course jessica really got stuck on the knower the knower the knower when okay. you know in your knower she got really stuck on that for a minute it was <laughs> funny she? yeah she said it like 14 times dude in like three <laughs> in like a minute and a half wow like being in the knower like you know in your knower <laughs> what's a knower i don't know <laughs> So you obviously don't know. I am not a knower. Nope. No knowing for you, huh? No. Okay. Well, we'll just go on in our ignorance then, I guess. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was something you found uh, of important there, bro? I mean, out of everything here, you know, obviously feelings are important. Um, and we need to process them and everything. But if you ever want to watch a movie about feelings, uh, Equilibrium, it's, a, it's an action movie. Yeah. Uh, so ladies probably are not going to like it very much. There's a lot of guns and but stuff. But it's about feelings, so maybe they can... It uh, is. Like... So it's about the government getting rid of all type of cultural, so like all books, paintings, music. Okay. They get rid of all of it, and that's how they control society. Society is not allowed to feel anything, so they're, we're pretty much all like robots. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yes. And if you feel, you get punished. 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 And they actually, uh, in the movie, they create agents that are... Like robots. Pretty much. Like, I was going to say, like, uh, not Spock. What's the guy that has no feelings in Star Trek? Uh, yeah, Spock. <laughs> Is he's, it Spock? Yeah. yeah. He's a Vulcan. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Vulcans. Yeah, the Vulcans. Yeah. And um, what they do is they actually go in and destroy everything. And they kill without emotion. Wow. It's a scary thing, but... Yeah. Uh, so cold-blooded killers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how did we get on cold-blooded killers? I have no idea. But that's what you become when you have no feelings. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. Uh, man, one of the things they talked about is making room. Um, yeah. They, they talked about uh, making room for people to experience their emotions, to, to um, validate. Or they really talked a lot about validating emotions and validating yes. feelings. And a, a couple of thoughts that I had um, is... is that if you refuse to make room for someone who's experiencing something, especially something as traumatic as what you guys did in February, um, but if, if you refuse to make room for those people, then your interactions with them run the risk of really breaking them further. 
because in those moments where their emotions aren't validated, you're telling them to get over it, get past it, move on, grow up. God's God's got something better for you. Right. You're not living in the in the moment. You're you're not giving them the moment to experience where they're at. And when you say those things, it really causes can cause really bad, severe damage. Uh, and I've actually seen that in you guys and the way some people have interacted with you. Uh, it's hurtful. It is. But I think as people, we tend to do that kind of normally, if you think about it. I mean, how many times do we, like, uh, when our wives come to us with a problem? Yeah. And this just happened to me. Uh, or actually, I just did this to Marky uh, a couple of days ago. She came in. on yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to be real, right, Raw? Go for it, um, She came to me with a problem. And uh, the first thing out of my mouth was, well, it's not your problem anymore. It's not your headache. Completely dismissed it. And she completely shut down. Right. You know, and at first I was like, why is she shutting down? You know, this is like, in my head, I'm going, this is ridiculous. Like, why? It's not your problem. Why are you worried about it? And, uh, you know, it was awkward in the house. It was quiet, <laughs> you know. And finally, I think I, I, I went back to her, um, I think as we were getting ready for bed. And, you know, I apologized. I said, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be dismissive. I just don't under, I don't understand. I can't relate. Yeah. And that's when she kind of started to tell me the, the lens, story. The lens the con- of the exactly. The context was yes. important. Yeah. Yep. And you know, it it was it was good to know. And you're nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But it goes back to that question uh, somewhere in here that they said about uh, how do you feel. And while we were listening, you said, like, how do you feel about your feelings? Right. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. Because she told me why she felt the way she felt. And then I could understand why she felt that way. Right. Right. You know, I could have that empathy for her. Yeah. So, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's yeah. so true. There's a, um, there's the, one thing I, I did want to kind of talk about briefly. Um, and, and we're talking about making room and validating feelings and, um, a couple, actually, two two things I want to say about it, and two scriptures I want to use to talk about it. I guess um, the first thing I want to say is when you're validating feelings, you're validating, but don't stay there. Don't stay there in the emotional place, that place of hurt, the place of pain, the place of anger, frustration, whatever it is. Don't live in it. Don't stay in it. Um, and and Psalm 23 4 says, "Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for." Uh, for you're with me right and and so um it's interesting how it says though i walk it doesn't say though i'm in Mm -hmm. um it says though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death meaning don't stay there right Right. don't stay in that place if you're in a trial if you're in a, a place in a valley of your life don't camp out don't pitch a tent and and camp out that's how you get depressed Right. Uh, that's and, and really, really easy to stay in that place of wallowing mm-hmm. um, rather than seeking help and moving forward. And of course, seeking help is a whole nother <laughs> subject on the thing. Like, yeah. don't don't be afraid to seek help. Right. We don't want to look like the cup that's clean on the outside once again and, and filthy on the inside. Right. right. The brokenness on the inside. Right. Be willing to expose those flaws so that you can work through them. Right. Uh, and that's kind of what what the psalmist was saying there. Um, and then one other thing, valid, validating feelings. Make sure to validate the feelings, but don't let them control you. Right. Uh, and Psalm 4.4 4 
uh, I, I want to read this to you. The uh, just simple, simple verse. Be angry and do not sin. And then it says, reflect in your heart while on your bed and be silent. So right off the get-go, he says, be angry. And then he says, do not sin. And then what does he say to do? He says, lie on your bed and be silent in your anger. Now, not many people out there are going to get ticked off and just be silent. Uh, most people would want to express their anger, their frustration. Um, and of course, that most of the time will lead to saying things that you don't mean. Mm-hmm. Um, lashing out. You can really do some serious damage there. So don't let your feelings control your behavior. Um, and it, it could really lead some to some negative events in your life. Absolutely. Uh, on top of what you're already experiencing. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I speak from experience. Um, when we, when me and Marky started to see a counselor, um, I was going through depression, anxiety, and I found out I had a lot of anger issues. <laughs> um, but and that all came from, you know, childhood. Through, through yeah, and um, I actually was the type that if I got angry, I would shut down. It's not necessarily be quiet, but I would shut down. Yeah, but that's not that's, that's not, not the same thing, right? It's different. <laughs> but I think the, the important part in that in, in that verse to me is reflect your heart. Why are you angry? Right. And what are you angry at? Right. Because if if you dig deep down, yes, the situation might have brought up that anger, but where is it actually coming from? Is it coming from that moment, or is it something that happened earlier or subconsciously that you, that triggered something in you that caused that anger? Right, you know, and I believe uh, in the Bible it says, like you said, you are allowed to be angry, mm-hmm. but don't act on it, don't right. sin on it, right. unless it's righteous anger. Yeah, and that's the anger Jesus experienced at the temple right. when he flipped the tables. Right, it had exactly. nothing to do with. He wasn't angry at the people; he was angry at the situation. Right. They shouldn't have been taking advantage of the situation. Right, going against God. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I can com- completely relate to a lot of this stuff, and. Um, yeah, if you stay in that in that state, you like you said, you you will end up in depression, and then getting out of it is it's a whole different battle, completely different battle. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll do some talking about that stuff later too. I hope so. The girls are pretty good at picking topics. They are, they are, <laughs> yeah. and, and we enjoy uh, listening and and talking back about them. But man, I want to I want to kind of close with this thought, I guess. Okay. Um, man, this this conversation, like the whole last two weeks, have all been about all these feelings. Yes. All these emotions. Uh, I'm, I'm not really a super emotional person, uh, so a lot of people listening to this might be like, "Well, you know, I don't I don't show emotion anyway, so I, I kind of bottle it all up, and eventually you do like the banana." <laughs> the banana and the sprite, the sprite yeah. and eventually explode all over whoever you're in conversation with and have issues with. Uh, but but uh, processing emotions is important, obviously. Yes. Uh, but man, too many feelings for me. You think, right? <laughs> Here's a quick story for you. So, I lost my grandmother years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, prior to that, I lost different pets, multiple pets, cats, mainly as I was growing up. Never cried. Never grieved any of them, to the point when my when my grandmother passed away, I, I started to ask myself like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you not crying? Why don't you feel anything? 
why is there nothing there? Did you not have a relationship with your grandmother? Which we did. You know, we used to go see her a lot. And uh, when my mom passed away, yes, I cried. And yes, all the emotions came. But then after a while, you think, you know, how long is it going to take me to get over this grief? I thought, never. She's my mother. She was the close, you know, I was really close to her. But after a year, I was starting to be okay with it. I was, right. I was starting to accept it. And then another tragedy happens, which is Mikey's dad. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden I go from not feeling anything for 30 some years to all I've been doing now for the last eight months or nine months or 10, whatever is just cry, just cry, right. cry, cry. Right. But, you know, to me, it's a hard lesson, not the way you want to learn it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you have feelings, just express them, man. <laughs> don't be afraid. Because, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, don't be afraid. And I don't know, just uh, I don't, maybe you'll win Mr. Congeniality. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. I think we are going to take off and uh, let the ladies wrap this whole thing up. Sounds good. So if you're listening, thank you. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I think they enjoy that a little too much. picked on us a little bit today the knower yeah you know but we got some uh really on carlos today too didn't it was so good i'm just so glad we're all willing to to share those things because they're real they're real yeah he was raw today yes and the people listening will appreciate that and be able to to uh relate yeah i think so too and grow and learn yeah yeah and I think the other thing that I was thinking, yeah. they were talking a lot about feelings. They were. Shane kind of jumped ahead a few episodes I on did. us. Um, so here's the plan, guys. Um, right after we finish Toxic Positivity, we are going into joy, which is not an emotion. Right. And then we're going to be talking about all of the emotions. Right. However, based on where we are and how much we have been talking about the tragedy in the last multiple episodes and how much we know that we are going to talk about the tragedy in the feelings episodes, we think that it is important for us to step back for a minute and uh, share the story, share the story of the tragedy. Um, So there will be a special episode on Sunday, October 23rd. Um, so that should be this coming Sunday, guys. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a special episode on Sunday the 23rd. It's going to drop and it's just going to be the story of the tragedy. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, guys, it is important to know that this is hard, 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 hard stuff. Yeah. Um, so listen to it when you have the opportunity to process feelings. Yeah, that's what I was to say, to process when you can hear it and when you're able to... And, and know that if you have, ha- we'll have a warning in it, but if you've had um, any kind of tragedy in your life, if you've lost a child, um, anything related with fire, um, I will say that there will be triggers and, and you just need to understand um, that we're going to talk about some hard things. And so be ready to hear it in process. Yeah, and along with that too, I'm gonna to say one more thing. Yeah. Um, don't listen to it in front of your kids, guys. Oh gosh, yeah. I'm don't listen to it that. in front of your kids. We need to say that again in the beginning. We will say it in the beginning okay. of the other one, but yeah. don't listen to it in front of your kids. 
Okay? Yeah. Um, so, join us next week when we kick religion out the door and talk about, do you remember? Joy? Joy. That's like one of Jess's favorite, <laughs> it's my guys. favorite word. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Right here on Raw. <laughs>